Nobody rats on Little Caesar. See? There it is. Experimental robot 23. He's really something, Professor. I want you to look everywhere for a girl named Janet Corning. Janet Corning. Five feet, five inches, uh, brown hair. Brown eyes and the cutest little dimples you ever saw. Brown eyes and the cutest little... I mean, she has prominent dimples. This is Wisecrack's Radio Hour. Join us as we follow quantum scientists Chuck and Wagner through their adventures as they try to get back home to the year 2017 and listen in as they riff on classic radio. That's the last Billy Burger we'll enjoy, Wagner. I know. I'm really going to miss those. I love In-N-Out as much as the next guy, but you can't beat the Billy Burger. How'd the diagnostics come out? Perfectly. The machine is in full working order. Every little thing it does is magic. We made a 10-year jump last time and with very little power. Since we added the Mark Patch and the Cronin Tube, I don't see why we can't make our target 2017 this time. Well, I, for one, can't wait to get home. That makes two of us. I can't believe we're about to transfer our last tape. That shelf used to be packed. And we saved a classic for the last one, too. This is going to be great. Strangers on a Train. I remember loving the movie, so I've been really looking forward to this one, too. Well, for the last time, Wagner, cue it up. Lux presents Hollywood. I guess someone had to do it. Lieber Brothers Company, the makers of Lux Toilet Soap, bring you the Lux Toilet Soap? Where'd you get that toilet soap at the toilet soap store? In Plumbing section. Ladies and gentlemen, your producer, Mr. William Keeley. Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. Travel by train, ship, or plane... Hey, watch it. ...puts us in the mood to be kind to strangers. Uh, that's not what I've experienced. ...to receive a courteous but unencouraging answer is almost welcomed when we find ourselves in strange surroundings without the security of friendly conversation. It's a commendable custom, but at times may lead to unexpected and terrifying complications, ah! as our stars tonight are about to portray... Ray Milland and Frank Lovejoy, who are the strangers on a train... Milland and Lovejoy. ...who recreate their there. starring role. Not only was this Warner Brothers picture directed by that noted master of suspense, Alfred Hitchcock, Ooh, but one of the major roles yeah. was played by his daughter, Hitchcock. And we're happy that Patricia could appear tonight in her original part in Strangers on a Train. Patricia. There is no sure there substitute. There no strangers in our audience to the improving qualities of Lux Toilet Soap as a beauty care. Because Lux facials are the daily companions of lovely ladies who know they can depend on Lux soap for the complexion care that leaves their skin lovelier. Here's people in this decade use toilet soap on their faces. And as Guy Haynes, Ruth Roman as Ann Morton, it's tough times, and man. Frank Lovejoy as Bruno Anthony, with Patricia Hitchcock as Barbara. Kind of metal for the day. A few moments ago, a northbound train left Washington, D.C. Among the passengers settling down in the club car are two young men Hillary Clinton and Nancy Pelosi. I beg your pardon. Hmm? I never, never promised, promised you a rose, goddamn. That's right. I'm quite a tennis fan. I saw your match last season in South Orange against Faraday. Well, that was one of my lucky days. I certainly admire people who do things. Don't we all do things? My name is Anthony, Bruno Anthony. (laughs) How do you do? Uh, How do I do what? If you want to get back to your book, you go ahead and read. Thanks. You know, it must be pretty exciting to be so important. 
sport. Tennis player isn't so important. <laughs> you must be thinking of pickleball players. Important. Tommy, I, I never seem to do anything. I suppose you're going to Southampton for the doubles, hmm? You certainly read the sport page, don't you? Not really. I'll be there to watch you, but I've got to be back in Washington tomorrow. Cigarette? Yes, it is. Uh, you don't happen to have a match. A uh, match for what? Oh, my shoes match. Either. Thank you. Oh my, that's elegance engraved too, from A to G. They couldn't fit the whole alphabet. <laughs> it's a small lighter. Anne, Anne Morton. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, it's, uh, ah, you've been stalking my Facebook page, I guess. Page. You look at the society section. Pictures, too. She's very beautiful, son of the Morton's daughter. You're quite a reader, Mr. Anthony. Yes, I am. Gold star for you. Even about people I don't even know. Like, uh, like who would like to marry whom when his wife gets a divorce. Maybe you read too much. <laughs> yeah, we're taking that Maybe gold star back. I meet somebody I like and admire, and I, I say the wrong thing. Oh, forget it. I guess I'm just a little jittery. Ah, too much Joe oh, Cola this morning. for that. Uh, waiter. Scotch and plain water, please. <clears throat> a pair, doubles. And hold the water. <laughs> That's the only kind of doubles I play. Oh, I'm afraid you'll have to drink both of them. And I can do it. That was the plan. Uh, when's the wedding? What? Oh, you and Ann Morton. The wedding. It was in the papers. They're usually in churches, aren't they? Unless they've legalized bigamy. Ah, uh, Utah. It's wonderful, you know, having your company all the way to New York. Well, as a matter of fact, I'm getting off at Metcalf. Well, that's none of our business. Well, who want to stop at Metcalf? Yeah, that place is a dump. Hometown. Oh. Oh, I get it. A little chat with your wife about the divorce. Well, here's luck, Mr. Haynes. Drink up, then we'll have lunch sent to my compartment. Thanks yeah, it's cozy you. there. I think I'll go to the dining car. Oh, that's filled up. There's no seats for about 20 minutes. Well, uh, how about lunch in my compartment? Oh, I wouldn't think of that. Come along, Mr. Haynes. You know, this is a real pleasure. I got some Aerosmith records. And Skittles, too. Drink it, drink it. And all told, I went to three different colleges. I got kicked out each time. Drinking and gambling, not... Setting fires, you know. <laughs> All right, so I'm a bum. Who said you were? Well, those colleges, for one. With all the money he's got, he thinks I ought to punch a time clock somewhere and work my way up selling paint or something. Well, I think possibly he's... I hate him, too. Oh, he smells like beef and cheese. I get so sore at him sometimes, I... I want to kill him. You know, I don't think you know what you want. Well, I want to do something and everything. You know, things. You know, I've got a theory you should do everything before you die. Like gel time. <laughs> Have you ever driven a car blindfolded at 150 miles an hour? Well, oh, sure. Lady. Well, I did. Flew a jet plane, too. Man, what a thrill. Almost blew the sawdust out of my head. <laughs> we'll try harder what next time. to prove? <laughs> well, I'm not like you, guy. You're lucky and you're smart. First of all, you're a wonderful tennis player. On top of that, you've got a swell job. Assistant to a United States Senator. Hey, can I borrow 50 bucks? And on top of that, you're going to marry the boss's daughter. <laughs> Makes a nice shortcut to a career, doesn't it? Marrying the Senator's daughter's got nothing to do with it. We both like The Bachelor in Paradise. And Skittles. Your friend, remember? <clears throat> I like you. I'd do anything for you. Look, we'll be stopping soon, and I've got to change trains. I've soiled this one. <laughs> what did you say her name was? Your wife's? Miriam. Miriam. I suppose she played around a lot, huh? Skip it, Bruno. She's not your type. Okay. Say, <clears throat> want to hear one of my ideas for a perfect murder? 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 Look, I may be old-fashioned, but I thought it was still against the law. Well, what's a life or two? You know, some people are better off dead. Great movie. Someone like... I want my two dollars. Your wife and my father, for instance. Now, let's say that you'd like to get rid of your wife. Take my wife. <laughs> Please. You know, you've got quite a sense of humor, Bruno. No, 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 seriously. Let's say that you had a very good reason to want her dead. But you'd be afraid to kill her, and you know why? You'd be caught. What would trip you up? The motive. Now, here's my idea. I'm afraid I don't have... First, we get some ball bearings. Simple, too. Two fellows meet accidentally, like you and me here on the train. No connection between them at all. They never even saw each other before. But now each one has somebody that he'd like to get rid of. So they, uh, they swap murders. Swap murders? Each yeah, it's the latest craze. There's nothing to connect them. Each one has murdered a total stranger, like... 
You do my murder and I do yours. You're coming into my station. For example, your wife and my father, crisscross. What? I think it's a new dance. Yes, we do talk the same language, don't we? He Thanks speaks Swahili, much, too? I'm glad you enjoyed it. Think my theory's okay, huh, guy? You like it? <laughs> sure. Sure. Got some great ideas. Nice meeting you. Good luck at Southampton, luck. guy. Bet I got some great ideas. Oh, Guy, your lighter. You forgot your cigarette lighter. Huh. From A to G. I'll send it to him <laughs> Yes, I must send it to him Maybe I'll get the rest of the alphabet engraved on it. <laughs> I hope you don't mind meeting you in the park, Guy. No, Miriam. No, this is fine. I couldn't very well meet you in the store, could I? What's wrong with stores? I take my lunch hour later. You're looking well, Miriam? So are you. You got a nice tan playing tennis with all your rich friends. When can we see your lawyer? What's your hurry, guy? The bachelor has started. Oh, I think you're handsomer than ever. You know, I think it's pretty late to start flirting with a discarded husband. Now, let's see your lawyer and get this over with. Uh, he's the at the store. Are expensive. It's in this envelope. Here. Thanks. Hey, that's you Monopoly know, if money. If I'd known that you'd start doing so well, I wouldn't have run out on you. Oh, she's one of those classy broads. I got a big surprise for you. I'm not getting a divorce. But it's what you've wanted. That's all you've been hopping about for more than a year. It's a woman's privilege to change her mind. <laughs> privilege? Pretty close. I wouldn't want you to be ashamed of me in Washington. What's that supposed I'm ashamed of you oh, everywhere. You're bad guy. <laughs> you always smile when you have your picture taken for the newspapers. Especially when Ann Morton's hanging on Let's your arm. Let's not talk about Ann Morton. Well, you can throw all Salt your Salt Queen of Rockville. Right in the ash can and make a real pretty story, wouldn't it? The senator's daughter all involved with a married man. <laughs> I thought that was normal in Washington. Your boyfriend run out on you? No man runs out on me, guy. Not They walk you. out. Just get one thing straight. I never want to see or hear of you again. I could be very pathetic in a courtroom, Guy. The poor, deserted little wife. Better think it over, honey. I'm warning you, Miriam. Either we go ahead with a divorce or I I'll... I wish I had time to listen to you, Guy, but I've got to get back to work. I'll see you in Washington in two weeks. Okay, have fun. Bite me. <laughs> Hello? Hello, operator. Jenny. We have your party now, sir. Go ahead, please. Hello? Guy, is that you? Anne? Hello, darling. Where are you? I'm in Metcalf. Oh, that place is a dump. Guy, did, did everything go all right? No. Everything went all wrong. She doesn't want the divorce. Guy, it, it's unbelievable. I mean, after all these months, but what did she say? Does it make any She wants half my Skittles. Oh, I, uh, I'm sorry, Anne. It's just that I yes, feel darling, so... Yes, darling, I know how you feel. But you sound so savage, Guy. I'd Don't like be salty with me. I'd like to break her foul, useless Ooh, little neck. Easy. She's <laughs> talking like that, dear. I know. Just do it. I suppose I'd try to see her again, but I've I've got to get to Southampton. My train will be here in a moment. Then write me. Please write me. Sure, I'll write on the train. And don't worry, Dude, you can get in trouble for that. We can wait Graffiti. I don't know what I'd do without you. I love you. Probably have to find another young tennis fan. The train's coming. <laughs> I'll see you on Thursday. Yeah, sure. Good luck, darling. Yeah, see you Thursday week. Jenny? Hi, this is Bruno. How are you, guy? Who? Who'd you say this was? Bruno. Bruno Anthony. Don't you remember on the train? That annoying oh. guy? Oh, yes. I would have called you sooner, but the operator had a little trouble finding you in Southampton. Look, would you mind telling me why you're phoning? How the match? Because you couldn't hear me if I didn't. Good morning. Oh. A guy, about your visit in Metcalf. Are you getting a divorce? Oh, now, wait a minute, Bruno. She won't give you it to you. You shouldn't play with matches. Miriam won't give you a divorce? No. She you got my lighter? You gonna see her again? Now look, Bruno, why don't you just... I told you, I liked you, Guy. I'm your friend. should never forget that. You just leave Miriam to me. What are you talking about? You'll find out, Guy. Just be patient, that's all. You just be patient. Just a little patient. what Bruno was doing. I said I wanted to talk to him. Well, if you're talking about me, Father, I had to call a friend of mine long distance. Really, Charles? <laughs> he didn't hear me, though, so I used the phone. Oh, it's all right, Mother. I'm used to his tone by now. You can I've become tone deaf, see? Right now. You were out last night, weren't you? Well, I'm a big boy. <laughs> like a light. I go out at night all the time. You had another accident. You hit another car. Charles, really? Now it's hit and run driving. 
And you knew about it all the time. All the kids are doing it. Pop car? No one was in it. Why don't you tell that to the police? Well, they... They won't do anything to Bruno. This Bruno is a good boy. So help me, I'll never lift a finger for him again. It's all right, Mother. Nah, 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 dear. You know I can't stand to see you crying. Gives me the willies. Is there anything else you want to say to me, Father? Yes. Get out of my sight. Get out of my sight before I... I'll be back tomorrow, Mother. Uh, Bruno, Don't tell Father. Where are you going? Oh, just a little trip, Mother. It's something for a friend of mine. His name's uh, Chris Cross, I believe. I'll make you jump, make you jump. You just don't understand him. What's he going to do next? Tell me, what's he going to do next? Well, nothing. Nothing at all. Maybe not just a little murdering. It's the last thing I do, I'm going to have that boy taken care of. If necessary, put under restraint. I'll and never kill. permit it. Dead. Never. It can't go on, Eunice. Things like this just can't go on. Over here, Guy. Well, hello. Bruno? That's right, Guy. How are you? Puzzled. What are you doing here? Not this time of night. I was waiting for you to get back to Washington. I thought of meeting you at the station, but then I figured this might be better here in front of your apartment. Where the Skittles now, are. look, it's one o'clock in the morning well, and I... don't seem very pleased to see me. Would you mind telling me what this is all about? Oh, I, uh... I just come back from Metcalf, Guy. I brought you a little present. See, it's a pair of glasses. Nice. Raven. Tell me that Miriam wore glasses. You've seen Miriam? Oh, it was very quick, guys. She wasn't hurt in any way. It was all over in no time. They must have played Nickelback what for What are you trying to tell me? <laughs> I knew you'd be surprised. Nothing for us to worry about either. Nobody saw me. Only Miriam. I was very careful, guy. Even when I dropped your cigarette lighter, I went right back and picked it up. Cigarette light? Why, you maniac! He was in Flashdance? We planted on the train together. You wanted it, you remember? Where are you going? Where do you think I'm going? I don't believe you, but I'm going to call the police just to say... Oh, you can't, Guy. We'd both be arrested for murder. To death. You're just as much in it as I am. We planned it together, crisscross. Worst dance ever, man. Make you jump, make you jump. Oh, come now, Guy. Why should I go to Metcalf to kill a total stranger unless it was part of the plan and you were in on it? You're the one who benefits, Guy. I didn't even know the girl. But if you go to the police now, you'll just be turning yourself in as an accessory, you see. You had the motive. A matching accessory at that. Uh, you must be tired. I, I know. I knew I there was a match. Strenuous evening. I got to talk to you about my father. Because he lost his liar. Now you'll do yours. Shut up. We have to arrange things. Get away from me before I... Oh, Guy, you're not yourself. Now, when you think things over, you'll see that I'm right. Too much junk cola again. I don't know you. I never saw you before, and I never want to see you again. You're a lighter guy. The one that Anne gave you? You left it on the train. Don't you even miss it? Give it to me, Bruno. Give me that lighter. I'm dying for a smoke. Hey, that is, I don't have it with me. <laughs> well, as I said, we can arrange everything tomorrow. Gee, I hope he gets his lighter back. <laughs> Sounds like a nice one, too. A to G. Hello? Jenny? Anne? No, it's Jenny. Oh, I'm sorry, darling, but I just got in. Got in what? Well, of course I'm all right, but you sound upset. Anything wrong? All right, darling. Yes, I'll come over right away. Must have been an upset on The Bachelor in Paradise. Thanks for coming over, darling. Oh, I'll do anything for 20 bucks, Anne. Anne, what is it? You're trembling. I wonder if you know how much I love you. Come along, Guy. Father and Barbara, they're, they're waiting in the library. Library Studios? thought you might be alone, Guy, but Anne insisted and so did Barbara. Now, really, Daddy, if I'm going to be Guy's sister-in-law, the least I can do you is sit say... sit down and keep quiet. She sounds high maintenance. Definitely. I wouldn't have called you at this hour if it weren't important. It, it's about your wife. Miriam? What about her, sir? I'm sorry to be the one to tell you she's been killed, Guy. Murdered. To death? I've been trying to locate you everywhere. You're to call. Him. Seems like you're nowhere. Miriam. Murdered. To death. Right about nine o'clock, she. She was strangled. With a lighter? In a few moments, we'll return with Act Two of oh, Strangers good. on a Train. But now, here's our Hollywood reporter, Libby Collins, with the Lux Movie News of the Week. The big news here, John, is the premiere of Metro-Golden-Mayer's Technicolor production of Quo Vadis. 
Most every celebrity in Hollywood was there. Even All Dean Cain. Talking about it. And everyone thought Robert Taylor was magnificent as Marcus, the pagan Roman. When we're not talking about the street, his love scenes with Deborah Carr playing Lydia, the gentle Christian hostage. A easy tiger. Compelling <laughs> drama ever seen on the screen. And Leo Ginn as Petronius turns in a terrific performance. Leo Ginn has a Patronus. is really epic. Can get a shot. Clear that right up. Chariot races at the Colosseum. The spectacular burning of Rome. The martyred Christians that the mad tyrant Nero orders thrown to the lions. I thought that movie was called Ben-Hur. Built an entire city outside of Rome for the picture. And spent two years filming it. The building of the city? <laughs> costumes are certainly gorgeous. Just right for her exciting kind of beauty. Her milk-white skin against her copper-colored hair is something. Hubba, well, hubba. John, Deborah Carr's complexion is something special. It's truly Lux Love. Oh, she uses yes, that toilet soap. Yes, when you see a lovely complexion like hers, you realize why screen stars are devoted to the gentle, protecting care of Lux toilet soap. They it smells like crap. They to be Lux Lovely, John. Daily Lux beauty facials do wonders for the skin. Really make it softer and smoother. Lux soap has active lather that ensures gentle, thorough cleansing. Yes, Wish my soap had active lather. Well in. Rinse with warm water and follow with a cold splash. Straight from the toilet. Then pat dry with a soft towel. This simple care does wonders. Leave skin fresh as a flower. Yes, there's a reason why Lux is Hollywood's own beauty soap. Because the whole it's town is in the crapper. <laughs> why not start your active lather facials tomorrow? Be Lux lovely, like nine out of ten screen stars who use fragrant white Lux toilet soap. Now our producer, Mr. William Keeley. Act two of Strangers on a Train, starring Ray Milland as Guy Haynes, Frank Lovejoy as Bruno Anthony, and Ruth Roman as Ann Morton. Salt Queen of Rockville. Don't go back. Twenty minutes ago on a street corner, Guy Haynes listened to Bruno Anthony tell an incredible story of how he had murdered Guy's wife. I used to play keyboards now, for Guy's wife. Home, Guy learns that Bruno's fantastic report is completely true. It, it happened in an amusement park, Guy. Some sort of lover's lane, I believe. Terrible. Hilarious. She'd gone there with some other people. Two of the young men found her. It, it, it was done by someone else. They don't even have a suspect, Guy. Except you, probably. Barbara, and Chris. Chris Cross. The police will say that Guy wanted Miriam out of the way so he could marry Anne. She's right, Senator. Oh, but don't encourage her. Alibi, you have nothing to worry about. You can tell them where you were at about 9 o'clock tonight. Well, uh, I was on my way here. I was on the train. Well, looking for Bruno. Hey, wait a minute. Speak to anyone? You need a witness. Yes. Yes, I did speak to someone. He was the only other passenger in the club car. Someone you know? No. No, he said his name was Collier or Collins or something. Tom he Collins, he was a drinking. Delaware Tech, he'd been drinking. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> yeah, he'd been to some meeting, had a couple of drinks. But he was on the train, he saw you. Then everything's all right. He'll still have to answer some questions. Nancy Drew over here. Dreadful. Poor, unfortunate girl. Miriam yes, was murder right. is a dreadful Human business. Needs. Father, it's getting late and Guy looks so tired. Of course. Well, you two, now you can be married right away. Think of it. You're free. You won't forget to phone the... All it took was one lousy murder. <laughs> yes, sir. Good night, Senator. Good night, Barbara. I still think it'd be wonderful to have a man love you so much he'd kill for you. <laughs> totally high maintenance. Over and over again, I was being silly, Guy. But there was one horrible moment tonight when the news came through. I, I kept remembering what you said on the phone for Metcalf after you'd seen her. That I could break her neck? No, yeah, that part. Say it. Forget you ever did <laughs> And there was something even more terrifying than the murder itself. The horrible thought that if you had anything to do with it, we'd... Anything to do with it? Crisscross? Be separated perhaps forever. Applesauce? I couldn't stand that guy. I couldn't bear it. Anne! Anne, you don't think that I... Oh, no, darling, no, of course not. Just hold me, guy. Just hold me. But don't strangle me with that lighter of yours. Sound like Vinnie Barberino, man. Light of yes. I'm Captain Turley, Mr. Haynes. It's good of you to come down here so quickly. Well, well you promised Skittles. You are, Captain. Well, we've managed to locate the gentleman you spoke with on the train. Well, Professor, this is Mr. Haynes. Well, I... I can't tell you how foolish I feel, Captain. I... I really don't remember meeting this gentleman. Oh! You don't remember? But you... Just you, a moment, Mr. Haynes. Unfortunately, I remember very little of my trip. You see, we... We had a little celebration. I'm not a drinking man, and... 
Well, just one or two drinks. But we I... were sitting opposite yeah, each maybe other. maybe more. You were going over some speech you made about calculus, mathematics or something. X minus one. Oh, no, this is strange. on the train. celebrating. It's last episode. you'll wait outside, Professor. Yes, yes, of course. Is it so important... Any booze out there? Me or not? Surely the important thing is that I've been able to name a man who was on the train with me. Now, you've been able to find him. Isn't that proof of where I was last night? And I got yes. my ticket stud, too. In the clear, but uh, there is a little more checking I'd like to do. Uh, but if do you wear boxers or briefs? You're free to go back to Washington right now. Have a drink Thank outside you. with the professor. Then the police verified his alibi, Father, and, and said he could go. Isn't that about it, dear? Except that... When an alibi is full of scotch, it casts a little doubt. Then the professor was boiled. He didn't remember <laughs> But he knew you were on the train. Wasn't that enough to prove that that's where you were? I wish I She needs to watch a few sure, episodes I of mean, CSI. Everything's all right, and The police are just being thorough. What's your next move, guy? Night Whatever to is, see for. Check. It. Take a look out the window. My guardian angel. Alice Cooper? Why, guy, you're being tailed. That's Detective Leslie Hennessy. He works 16 hours a day. Someone named Hammond takes over for the next eight. As a matter of fact, Hennessy's... Hammond's got the good shift. Nice for your own peace of mind, Guy, perhaps... Well, perhaps if you worked here at the house for the next few days, well, it would be less embarrassing for you. The senator's looking for an intern. I resigned as your assistant. That's ridiculous. Of course it is. Besides, You're fired. You to play in the tennis tournament? I'm withdrawing. Not that but good anyway. Wouldn't it look awkward if you suddenly cancelled all your plans? Father's right, Guy. You've got to go on as though nothing had happened. Did he just lose his wife? I beg your pardon? What is it, Bessie? A telephone from Mr. Haynes, miss. They say it's urgent. Oh, you can take it right there, Guy. Huh? Oh, oh yeah. Hello? Jenny? Hello, Guy. This is Bruno. I was hoping you'd call me before I had... What's the matter? Must have been some mistake. Wasn't for me. Must not have been Jenny. I'm learning more and more things about you, Guy. I never dreamed you were so interested in painting. Well, I feel a no, I said painting. For this art gallery. For the first time That's where I strangled my first wife with my lighter. By the way, where's Hennessy? Waiting out front. Getting drunk Haven't with the professor. I suppose so. I wonder if we'll ever... Uh, Guy! Have a minute, Guy. I'd like to talk to you about Amway. Hennessy and get a cab. But that man, he, he's calling you, Guy. Oh, excuse me, dear. I'll see what he wants. Jenny! I told you never to meet me here. I'd have to follow you here, Guy. Will you stop pestering me? You never even answered my note. For the last time, Bruno. You're spoiling everything. You're making me come out in the open. Quit drawing circles. My father's leaving for Florida next week. There's not much time. The detective outside. You'll see us together. Isn't that Ann Morton that you're with? <laughs> Slight improvement over Miriam. Hey, Guy? I'm telling you to... Salty. Who is he, Guy? Oh, just some tennis fan. Never saw him before. That's funny. Funny, ha ha. Funny? I mean, uh, I saw him yesterday. Oh, funny, Where? strange. Well, he was at the tennis club watching you practice. Piano. <laughs> he was sitting with Mr. and Mrs. Darville. He, he must be very amusing. He had them in stitches most of the time. He's a surgeon? Darville's. Oh, he's connected with the French embassy. <clears throat> You'll meet them tomorrow night, darling. They'll be at the party. Oh, yeah. Yes, the party. And do you really think I should be there? But I thought we settled that, dear. Of course you should be there. There's going to be Skittles. He's watching us, Guy, that man. Come along, dear. Let's go home. I'll get us an Uber. <laughs> Who is he, Barbara? That young Frenchman with the Davi. Oh, oh him? That's Daddy. just Dean Kane. Introduce me to him. His name's Anthony, Bruno Anthony. Doesn't he look interesting? Why is he looking at you? Uh, my eyes are up here. Oh, oh, this is my father, Mr. Anthony. Well, I'm delighted to meet you, Senator. Uh, how, how do you do? Oh, uh, how do I do what? You know, sometime I'd like to talk to you about my idea for harnessing the life force. Called Amway. Make atomic power look like the horse and buggy. Well, I'm sure I'm... I'm already developing my faculty for seeing millions of miles. Senator, can you imagine being able to smell a flower on the planet Mars? They have flowers on Mars? <laughs> someday soon, sir, and tell you more about it. I'll see you later, won't I? Uh, that, uh, that, that, that'll be fine. Uh, later, <laughs> yes. 
still don't remember inviting that young man. Party crasher. You, He's just here for the Skittles. Brought him along. Uh, just a minute, Barbara. Where are your glasses? My, my glasses? You're supposed to wear glasses, Barbara. Oh, but Daddy, even at parties? Not another word. Get your glasses and put them on. But they make me look just like Elton John. I remember about guy. If the dog deals brought him, well, what difference does it make? He shouldn't be here. He's but wearing a tuxedo t-shirt. I, I just don't like his looks. I don't like the way he's been staring at Barbara. Well, I'm not so sure I blame him. Barbara's very cute, especially when she wears glasses. Looks just like Elton John. He seems to be talking to Judge Donahue right now. Judge Donahue. Now, come on, let us, let's go to dinner. It's Taco Tuesday. <laughs> There's something else that I want to ask you, Judge Donahue. How's your brother Phil doing? Uh, after you've sentenced a man to the chair, isn't it difficult to go out and eat your dinner after that? Really, young man. Well, when a murderer has been convicted, he must be sentenced. When he's sentenced to death, he must be executed. Oh, to death. Quite impersonal, isn't it? Besides, it doesn't happen every day. Yeah, so few murderers are caught. Uh, if you don't mind, I, I believe I'm being paged. Jimmy paged. You seem very interested in the subject of murder. It's a hobby, well, working on going pro. No more pro. than anyone else, madam. No more than you, for instance. Me? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I'm not interested in murder. Oh, come now, everyone's interested. Surely you're not going to tell me there hasn't been a time that you didn't want to dispose of someone. <laughs> Good heavens, no. Well, maybe Robert De Niro. It wasn't a tiny moment when you were made very angry? Well, Just angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, hilarious. There you, there you are. <laughs> now you've decided to commit a murder. How would you plan to do it? Uh, oh, I didn't get your name. Uh, Mrs. Chris, Cunningham. Chris Cross. Well, Mrs. Cunningham, how will you do it? Well, uh, with a knife in I the study. I have to get a gun from somewhere. Oh, no, Mrs. Cunningham. Bang, bang, bang all over the place and blood everywhere. Well, uh, what's your idea, Mr. Anthony? Well, I have the best way and the best tools. Yes. I got but this lighter. Simple. Silent. And it's quick. Why, of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you must be very strong, Mr. Anthony. Well, I do live. Well, let me show you what I mean. Uh-huh. You don't mind if I borrow your neck for a moment, do you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so silly. Very well. Uh, go ahead. Are you... Now watch what I'm doing. Uh-huh. A little when to I the left. my head, you just try to cry out. Yes. And I'll bet you won't be able to make a sound. <laughs> I'm ready. All right, now. Just wait till I nod my head. Just got to get this lighter going. She'll be all right, Father. Mrs. Anderson's with her and Judge Donahue. They're up in the bedroom. Ooh la la. What happened? How could he have choked? Well, I, I don't know. Easy, sure. like this. Anderson thinks they were playing some... Some sort of game, then he screamed, he, he fainted. Where is he, Anne? Where's Anne? The guy took him into the study. Then told you. Get him out with the knife. Can. This is a nice item for the gossips. Well, I better get back to the game. <laughs> this is going to be all over Facebook. Anne! Oh, Anne! Barbara, what's the matter? Awful, I saw him. What was he trying to do to her? You saw him. I was standing in the doorway. His hands were on her throat, but he kept staring at me. And he was strangling me. Now that's what some kind of weird magic. X minus one. Oh, it was horrible. He thought he was murdering me. But but why, Anne? Why me? Don't be silly, dear. You're upset. That's all. Now go find Father. I told you, high maintenance. I fainted, didn't I? I started getting so dizzy. You mad must crazy been the helium maniac. You ought to be locked up. Will you get out of here now and let me alone? But Kai, I like you. But not in that way. Now we've got to talk about my father. You promised to You shouldn't have done that, guy. You shouldn't have hit me. Maybe that'll lock a little sense into you. Do you have a car here? Yes, it's outside. It's down the block. Come on, we go out the back it's way. It's parked on the hood of that car over there. <laughs> I think you knocked the God. sawdust out of my head. Anne? I didn't mean to startle you, dear. 
He has left. Yes. Anne, why'd you come out here? I... Get drunk with the professor? Yesterday at the art gallery, that wasn't the first time you met Bruno, was it? What makes you say that? I don't know. Guy, what did Miriam look like? Little like Elton John. I've told you. I want you to tell me again. Well, she she was dark, not too tall, sort of pretty. Like what Elton else? John. <laughs> what else is there? She wore glasses, didn't she? Yes. Barbara wears glasses, too. And Barbara looks something Lots like Lots of people Mary, wear glasses, she? baby. Doesn't she? No. No, no, not at all. How did you get him to do it, Guy? Get him to do it? He killed Miriam, didn't he? Tell me. Didn't he? Yes. Yes, he's a maniac. He's a maniac. I met him on the train going to Metcalf. He had some crazy scheme for exchanging murders. If I do his murder, he'd do mine. What Chris Krause. Your murder. Well, he'd read about me in the papers. He knew about Miriam, about you. You must have known he was talking nonsense. But he wasn't. And now a lunatic wants me to kill his father. Too fantastic. Sounds great. You've known about Miriam all this time. Yes. Why don't you call the police? And have them say what you did? How did you get him to do it? If we could only talk to Father or, or someone about it. It's no good. They must be Catholic. I can't drag anyone else into this. Guy, what are we going to do? I don't know. I don't know. I suppose I could run for Congress. <laughs> Take a note from Ted Kennedy. Hello? Bruno? speaking. Bruno, this is Guy. Hey, Guy. I've decided to do what you want about your father. With the cheese fries? Yes. I want to get it over with. What about Hennessy? Detective? Yeah. Oh, don't worry about Hennessy. There's a way out across the roof here to the next apartment. Does anyone know you've come home? Just my cat. Then you'd better go out again and stay out until after daylight. I'll be there in 40 minutes. Bring tacos. Bye. Before we return with Act three of Strangers on a Train, Act three. I'm going to introduce my guest for tonight. She's very special, a blue-eyed blonde oh, who's to be congratulated on playing the leading role in the very first picture she's made. And when I tell you her name, you'll know she sings, she dances like a dream. Here she is, Miss Aileen Stanley, Jr. Name for who? my aunt, Aileen Stanley, who starred in so many Broadway musical comedies. I only hope that... That you'll live up to the Aileen Stanley name? Aileen? <laughs> You've certainly made a fine start. Well, I have Warner Brothers to thank for the opportunity and for casting me opposite a star like Gordon. I wonder if she sings and dances like Paul Stanley. <laughs> Aren't you sorry you won't oh, be in New York on Thursday for the world premiere of Warner Brothers' new musical? Oh, you mean, uh, I'll see you in my dream. Oh, she good. That song is the title of their new picture, portraying Watson, the story everybody. of the famous songwriter Gus Kahn. The cast has Danny Thomas playing Kahn, Frank Lovejoy is his collaborator, Donaldson, and Doris Day is his wife, Grace Conn, sings his wonderful songs, Making Whoopie, oh. Pretty Baby, Nobody's Sweetheart. Whoopie. Something more to make, I'll see you in my dreams, a picture to watch for. That's Patrice Wymore's Dancing. Patrice is lovely as the dancing star of a Ziegfeld musical that features Conn songs. Patrice Wymore is always someone to see. She has that fresh, luxe, lovely look. Mm, Smells yes, like crap, though. Girl, all right. In fact... Patrice tells me that after a day of strenuous dancing rehearsals, she really appreciates her Lux beauty bath. And I certainly agree. It's the most refreshing pickup I know. Yes, a daily Lux beauty bath is Hollywood's way to all-over loveliness. Lux active lather makes your daily bath a real beauty bath. It leaves skin so soft and smooth. The delicate Lux fragrance really clings. I bet it does. Makes you sure of skin that's sweet. Thank you, Aileen Stanley, Jr., for coming here tonight. Rock and roll! Uh, here's a suggestion for lovely women everywhere. Tomorrow, get this generous satin smooth bath cake. Oh, my favorite cake flavor is bath. Abundant even in hardest water. It leaves your skin really fresh. Looks lovely all over. Nine out of ten screen stars use fragrant white what about the other toilet one? soap. We pause now for station identification. You're this listening to Wisecracks Radio Hour.
The curtain rises on Act Three of Strangers on a Train. This is radio. Do they, do they need a curtain, really? Ruth Roman as Anne Morton, and Frank Lovejoy as Bruno Anthony. Oh, scared me. <laughs> to Guy Haynes, there is only one way out. Now, in the quiet of the night, Guy has entered the Anthony home. With the key and the map of the house that Bruno sent him, Guy has no trouble I finding have Mr. my house on Google Maps. <laughs> Helps me get around at night. Mr. Anthony, Mr. Anthony, don't be alarmed. I, I must talk to you about your son. In any way, Mr. Anthony. Wouldn't you feel more at home with the light on, Guy? Bruno. Dun, dun, dun. My father isn't home. I was about to tell you that over the phone, but you made such a sudden decision. I, I wondered why. Well, I, I thought your father would be interested to know he has a lunatic son. Oh, he knew already. And you have lunatic no intention son. of going ahead with our little arrangement? I never had. Bruno, look. You're terribly sick. And you smell like Lux toilet soap. <laughs> why don't you go where you can get some kind of treatment? Not only for your own sake, but you can't go on causing more and more. I don't more. like to be double-crossed, guy. Criss-cross. <laughs> I have a murder on my conscience. I killed your wife. But it's not just my murder. It's yours, too, isn't it? I guess it's no use trying to talk to you, Bruno. You read sign language? Yes, that man from the police who's supposed to be watching you. You mustn't let him get suspicious, guy. You can put that gun away, Bruno. Oh, don't worry. I'm not going to shoot you, guy might disturb my mother. <laughs> she died years ago. Think of something much better than that. Good night, guy. See you, Bruno. Get some rest. Oh, Jenny. Thought you'd Hello? never... Uh, hello. I'd like to speak to Mrs. Anthony, please. Bruno Anthony's mother. This is Bruno's mother. I'm Ann Morton, Mrs. Anthony. Senator Morton. Daughter. Oh, Queen Morton, of Rockville. good morning. How nice of you to call. I'd like to see you, Mrs. Anthony, just as quickly as possible. Why, that would be lovely. Do come over, do. Thank you, I'll leave right away. Gotta get another Uber. Pick up some tacos. Do some jello shots with her. And no one knows I'd come here, Mrs. Anthony. But I simply had to tell you. Oh, Miss Morton, really. Did you know you could make money with Amboy? I in some very awkward scrapes, but nothing so ridiculous as a murder. But you have to make him do something about this. Don't you see that just one word from him would get Guy out of a dreadful situation? Well, but how can you take this seriously? It's just some practical joke, dear. Bruno's so terribly irresponsible. Oh, he gets into all sorts of escapades. Oh, yes, murder's such a hoot. Your son's responsible for a woman's death. Did Bruno tell you this? Well, no, of course not. Well, he just started drawing circles. <laughs> well, now, it was very nice of you to call, Miss Morton. Do come and see us again sometime, won't you? Awkward. I'm afraid Mother wasn't very much help, was she? If you don't mind, I think I'd better leave. Mother hasn't been too well for some time. She's a little, well... Uh, how shall I say it? She's confused. Hi. You know, I'm very you upset know? with Guy. He shouldn't have sent you. Guy doesn't know I'm here, Mr. Anthony. He's at the tennis club, isn't he? He will be. Oh, yes, he's playing Reynolds this afternoon. It's a very important Never heard match. of that game. <laughs> he must be very desperate to try to involve me. To play around a Reynolds. Well, I've been protecting Guy ever since he told me how much he hated his wife. What? Do you know, Miss Morton, that Guy tried to get me to go back to that amusement park some night after dark and look for his cigarette lighter? What's a cigarette lighter got to do with... Well, he dropped it there right after he... Well, uh, after that night, he uh, See, all the choked her. Waiting for is one piece of evidence to convict Guy for the murder. I can't tell you how worried I Please am. Stop, Miss Morton. I do sympathize with you, but I just couldn't do what he asks. Why, that would make me an accessory. Should have never bought him that lighter. A to G. I left his house and came straight here to the club, Guy. You shouldn't have gone there, darling. Well, Bruno told me if the police ever found your lighter there, that's all they need. Something to prove you were there when she was murdered. Bruno has my lighter. I know, you told me. He strangled her with it. I about my wanting him to get it back. That means he's going back to Metcalf, back to the amusement park. He's going to drop it there, somewhere where they'll find it. 
Oh, Guy, I wanted so to help, but I'm afraid all I did is make things worse. He said last night he'd think of something. Well, give him credit, he certainly has. Well, you've got to get to Metcalf before he does. You haven't time to play. You better tell them now. No. Plus, Metcalf is a dumb. Tennessee's bound to get suspicious. I have him out of his sight all day. Then I'll go. There's a train in the hall. You stay right oh, stay away from the trains. That's I'll how this whole thing started. Right after the match. But, darling, that'll be too late. Didn't Bruno say I wanted him to go there some night after dark? Yes. Yeah. But he won't expose himself in daylight. <laughs> if I can finish off this match, I'll still have time. All ready, guy. You go on in a few minutes. I, I'll be right out there. Now, look, Ann. Here's what you better do. Get hold of Barbara. I'm just as soon as... Tell her not to wear those glasses. She looks too much like Elton John when she wears those glasses. And I guess that's why they call it the blues. What's that noise? Isn't he wonderful, Mr. Hennessy? Huh? Oh, uh, how are you, Barbara? Oh, uh, this here. Nice glasses. Mr. Hammond, this here's the senator's other daughter. Oh, yes, I've seen Mr. Hammond outside the house. He's a detective, too. You and he take turns, don't you? Uh, yeah, something like that. But if he's your relief man, see. why would the two of you be here together? Uh, look, you're I'm... a nice kid, Barbara. Now watch him hit the little ball and don't ask so many questions. Little Nancy Drew. They're playing a nice match of Reynolds right now. Pippa Reynolds. It's all arranged, Dan. The cab's outside waiting to take Guy to the station. I gave him $10. But what about those two detectives? I gave them $10, too. <laughs> waiting for Guy to finish the match. Gosh, I've never seen Guy play so fast in my life. Well, he's got to get on that train. Barbara, now once again, as soon as the match is over, Guy's going to run out through the clubhouse. Just do your best to delay those detectives from coming after him. All Guy will need is a few seconds. Well, just leave it to me, Ann. Oh, I'm real good at getting in people's way. Totally on maintenance. <laughs> Looks like we're out of luck, Hammond. Hands beat us to it by about two minutes. The guy says he bought a ticket to Metcalf. Well, what are we waiting for? The plane just pulled out. We can still have him flag it down before... Ah, relax. Let him go to Metcalf. We'll phone Captain Turley and let them take over at that end. Oh, that nutty little thing. Ah, oh, Barbara. That little nice. nutty girl. Maybe it was an accident. Pushing you in the fish pond? Just one thing that puzzles me. What's Haynes' big rush to get the Metcalf? What's he going back for? Come on, Hennessy. Let's phone Turley. Funny. He didn't sound soaking wet. <laughs> I missed a great Foley opportunity there. Hey, uh, Bokey, uh, fish pond thing. What time does it get dark around here? <laughs> What's the hurry, Jack? Hey, uh, Bokey, straight roasted Have a drink in the day, that's why. Well, hang around, bud. Hang around. You'll find out. Get them right here, Bokey. These nuts. They're doing business down at this end of the park. Are they? Oh, day and night. Ever since that girl got murdered. People want to see the scene of the crime. Oh. Well, where did it happen? <laughs> like you didn't know. Across the lagoon. Lover's Lane. Yes, sir. They sure have been cleaning up. I don't think it's a very nice way to make money. Well, these folks got to eat too, ain't they? For a while, a smoocher wouldn't go near the place. I'm afraid I don't know what a smoocher is. I played bass for the smoochers in college. educated. Wait a minute. You got a match? No. Yeah. My foot in your face. You pulling with that lighter in your hand? No, it's just a... Here. Buy yourself a box of matches. Characters. Places full of characters. Well, it is an amusement park. We should go to Disney. Hello, this is Sergeant Adams. I'm phoning from the station. Is Put Captain Turley on the phone. This is Turley. Uh, Haynes just got off the train, sir. He took a cab. He told the driver to take him to the amusement park. All right, good. Pick up your men and go to the park. I'll take a group from here. We'll be waiting for him. That's all, Adams. Roger, Roger. Quit calling me Shirley. Do you like Turkish baths, Billy? Over under, done. What's your victor, Victor? Hello, Bruno. I've been looking all over for you. Shouldn't have come here, Guy. Could be very dangerous for you. It'll be more dangerous. Dangerous is my middle name. But this is where it happened, guy. This is really where it happened. They try to make people believe it happened near the concessions. They figure it'll make more money that way. I came after my cigarette lighter. I want that lighter, Bruno. Don't be foolish, guy. You just I hadn't smoked in weeks. <laughs> Murderer returning to the scene of his. Give it to me. Give it to me before I. Stand where you are, Hayes. Stand where you are. I've got the man you want right here. He's. Stop him. Stop him, he'll get away! Don't make a move, Haynes, or we'll shoot! He's getting away, I can't let him get away! My leg! 
coaster. They ran toward the roller coaster. All right, Dang, just watch look at that line. We'll never get to ride it. We should have bought a fast pass. That's the one we want. It's the other one, the one who ran. What do you mean it isn't Hayes? I remembered him. I seen him here that night when the girl was killed. Two young fellas were with her. The girl was killed. He kept looking at her. I remember real plain. You realize what you're saying? So this old guy stalks young women at the amusement park. Out here, so. All right, two men, surround the area. Over here, Captain, the roller coaster. They're under the roller, roller coaster. coaster. Oh, no. Say what? Who kind of He did. The one who was running away. Turn the switch and get the key. That's one way of keeping us out of there. But the track is being repaired. When those cars come down there, they're scattered all over the place. All right, find the base. <laughs> it, it, it was running? <laughs> There's going to be cars flying all over the place in a minute. The police, Bruno. They won't get me, not alive. I've got a gun. That's not for you, Bruno. You're much too clever to use a gun. I'll kill you and then I'll kill myself. I'll kill you first and then I'll kill you. I insist you go first. <laughs> the crashing cars have walking music, too. <laughs> You better start talking, Haynes. What's this all about? Well, he, he had my cigarette lighter. See? He came back here tonight to, to plant it, to pin the whole thing on me. Cigarette lighter, huh? Let me talk to him, please. All right, take it easy now. Over here. He's in a pretty bad way, Captain. Can't you lift that stuff off him? <laughs> Do I look like the Hulk? Do everything we can until the crane comes. Hello, guy. Who was that with you? It's this Jenny. Captain Turley, Bruno. Police. Oh, they got you at last, huh, guy? Tell him, Bruno. Tell him you have my lighter. But I haven't got a guy. Must still be over there where you dropped it that night. He dropped it, huh? Sorry, guy. I want to help you. I don't know what I can do. Captain Turley, may I go through his pockets? No, of course. You're way too big. He says he hasn't got it. But if he dies before he... There's no more it. This man's dead, Captain. His hand. He's got something in his hand. See what it is, Mac. I doubt it's a Mac. It's a lighter, Captain. A cigarette lighter. Yeah, let me see that. As opposed to a cigar lighter. Right. A to G. From Ann to Guy. Looks like you were right, Haynes. Well, I better keep this for a while. How about staying in town overnight? I imagine there's a lot you may want to tell me. Yes, I imagine there is. Captain, may I use the telephone? Sure, go ahead. There's one up near the entrance. Say, who was he, mister? That guy. His name was Bruno Anthony. A very clever fellow. Strangled my wife with my lighter. Oh, yes, Guy. Yes, darling. Well, of course I'll be there. I'll leave right away. Father, Barbara, it was Guy. He's safe and he's free. He used a charger? Yes, dear? That man across the aisle, he, he keeps looking at you. Oh? He's a minister. I I didn't know you knew any ministers. I beg your pardon, but aren't you Guy Haynes? I'm sorry, sir, but when I was a very little boy, my mother warned me never speak to strangers on a train. There's the name <laughs> We finally know the episode's uh, called, yes. Well, time to go. Well, that was about as much fun as an old radio drama could be. I knew it would be. Now our job is done. You want to write Mr. Brumbles a note? Yep. I'm going to tell him that my mom got sick and you're going to drive me to Arizona. Since all the tapes are done, he'll probably be thrilled to have us off the payroll. Well, Chuck, while you're doing that, I'm going to gear the machine up. It should only take another minute or two, so hurry with the note. Dear Mr. Brumbles, thanks for all you've done for Wagner and me. We've had a lot of fun here at the station and appreciate the job you gave us. I got a telephone call from my sister and my mom has fallen very ill. Wagner is going to drive me to Arizona so I can be with my family during this trying time. See you around, Charles Lindsay. All right, Chuck, climb on. We're ready. On my way. 
Oh no, it's Dallas. And he's got a gun. That's right. I've been stuck in that locker for hours waiting for you guys to get that time machine started. It's put me in the worst of moods, so don't test me. Now, Dr. Rourke, please stand up and both of you stand against the far wall over there. But you don't know how to operate the time machine, Dallas. What are you talking about, Rourke? You know where I'm from. There's not a time machine in the galaxy I can't drive. I won the Walter White Scientific Travel Award in 2219, for Pete's sake. No move it before I pump your guts full of laser. All right, Steve. We're going. We're going. Now, don't you move. I'm just going to have a seat right here, and I will just push this little button. you later, super losers. What just happened? Open up, you two. My hands are full. Hang on, Mr. Brembles. I'll be right there. Seriously? What just happened, Wagner? Quiet now, Chuck. Get yourself together. Brembles is at the door. Try to act normal. Hurry up! My arms are getting numb! Finally! Here, Wagner, take this. I got four more of these in my office I gotta bring down. Hey, that's a pretty big box. And heavy, too. What's in here, Mr. Brembles? Tapes, you ninnyhead. What did you think? I noticed yesterday that you guys only had a couple left, so I had Johnny bring in the next batch from the storage shed. What was that noise, anyway? Something wrong with the tape machine? I heard a terrible racket in here earlier. Uh, oh, that was a tape we were transferring. It was a science fiction story, and it was our last one. At least we thought it was, so we cranked it way up as a celebration. Last one? Ha! We have hundreds of these old damaged tapes in the shed out back. Like I said, I've got four more boxes in my office. As soon as Johnny gets back from lunch, I'll have him bring him down here. I figured you guys would be done with that last one, so I thought I'd be nice and bring you this first box so you guys don't get bored or anything. I don't know what's going on. What's wrong with Chuck? Looks like he saw a ghost or something. Oh, uh, yeah. He, uh, he got a call from his sister this morning. His mother's in the hospital. He just... He's just a little shook up. He'll be all right. Huh. Well, keep an eye on him. He looks pale. I will. Thanks for the tapes. We'll put them on the shelf. As soon as Johnny gets here with the rest of them, we'll add those, too. Okay. Now get busy. And do something with your co-worker over here. Looks like he could use a stiff drink and a good smoke. Wisecracks Radio Hour is written and produced by Aaron Lindsay and Sean Rourke. Dr. Charlie is played by Aaron Lindsay. Dr. Wagner is played by Sean Rourke. Mr. Brumbles is played by Craig Underhill. And I'm your announcer, Lori Lindsay. Please connect with us on social media. Our Twitter handle and Facebook ID is Wisecracks Radio. Our website is wisecracksradio.com. Thanks for listening and tune in next week for another exciting episode. Please review us wherever you find your podcasts. Darn it. Perfectly. The machine is in full working order. Every little thing it does is magic. We made a 10-year jump. (laughs) That was my change. Yes, I see that. (laughs) It caught me off guard, too. I'm glad I didn't read ahead. (laughs) Okay. Well, Chuck, while you're doing that, I'm going to... I'm going to... Should only take a minute or two, uh, so hurry with the note. I got a telephone call from my sister, and my mom was fallen, or has fallen very... Dang it. (laughs) Sorry. 
Hey, hey, move the microphone away for this one because you're going to be. You're supposed to be kind of across the room. Can you hear me? Let me see. All Hang right. on. Try do a test one two. Well, Chuck, while you do, uh, no, down here's mine. Yeah. All right, Chuck. Santa's not coming. <laughs> He's not going to come save us. I can do some Ed Wynn if you like. <laughs> wow, what are we going to do? 